I like having fun. I like to laugh. I like to meet people who can make me laugh. I like having fun. Yes, I like to laugh. I like having fun to meet people who laugh. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Office Hours. Some music, boys. Come on, Trinity. Give me something I can use. Give me something I can play off of. Some bumping, some rocking. Let's just get everybody in a good mood right now. I'm asking for it. I get what I want. Come on. Mm, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Something terrible happened. We've had a catastrophic failure on the show. Are we live, Matt? Are we good? Oh, yeah. We're streaming. We're streaming. It's good. It's good to be with you again today. I love coming to you every morning. Come on. Hey, I want you. I want you to sit on my lap. And I'll tell you about my week. What is that music? Give me some more of that. Push. Push it harder. Okay. What an annoying way to start the show. Good morning, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. You're listening to Office Hours. Enjoy yourselves a cup of Three Stooges coffee and enjoy the show. There you go. We are back. Not price the bone. <laughs> what? And be careful. Not price the bone. <laughs> what? One more time. And be careful. Not price the bone. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Doug, do you have an answer? Cloudhouse. Uh, it's a massage tutorial video. Um, Pass the be careful. Not price the bone. Does he have a speech impediment? Are we massage laughing at somebody? Direction from top to bottom. I think he's French, but he's doing uh, his his. Uh, yes, he sounds a little bit like my overall continental French? European accent. Yes, yeah, that's my theory. That's a bit bad. Massage relaxation. Massage. I think he's from Asia somewhere. Well, I don't want to start the show by impugning <laughs> someone again. because of where they're from. How about this one? Each muscle group of massages. See? Each muscle group of massages. All right, let's try this now. Ooh, let's. Ball house and double cloud house. That doesn't quite work with the German music, but the French. You know what was funny? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a. Excuse me. I'm a journeyman. You know, I'm a journeyman. I'm always looking uh-huh. for inspiration, I'm always looking for new direction to go in. And I was watching a PBS program about the music of Haydn, the composer, uh-huh. the violin guy. Uh-oh. And I was, it was, you know, it's, he's, he's going on, they're going on about how he, he drew inspiration from, from like Bavarian and Austrian folk music. And they're playing this Austrian folk music. I was like, maybe I should, uh, that could be my new inspiration. I could do mm-hmm. Austrian folk music. And that could like be where, where my next I record goes. Like and that's my heritage. I'm yeah. a German born. It feels I'm good a, to put on like Pennsylvania. Like, you know, you've got all that stuff oh, in spades, yeah. don't you, Vic? I've got so many. 
I used to like raid the thrift stores of all the polka music. Frank Yankovic and Stanky and the Coal Miners. What is that? Like Ricola? Is that what that? The you gotta get one of those big horns. One of those big horns, Tim. Sure. Yeah, but but you gotta get the accordion going. Yes. And I could sing about modern life. Life is hard when you're looking. I've been beaten by mosquitoes every day of the week. <laughs> every morning I wake up and I itch my legs. <laughs> I've got bed bugs. I've got crabs. I'm a dirty little boy. I love dirty boys. No, I don't love dirty boys. Now listen. Quiet now. Quiet, you. Why you? I, <laughs> I, uh, I do want to start with some bad news. We want to start the day with some bad news. This is tough. Um, I something happened to me yesterday. I just kind of had to go with it because it was nothing I could do about it. And um, I think it's something that a lot of people out there are going to be disappointed to hear frankly, and I'm disappointed. I don't think it's the sort of end of the world, but it's certainly going to set us back. I think it's going to set me back a little bit and perhaps we can grow. This can grow back. This can, we can change the future here a little bit, but I did, I'll tell you guys right now, I haven't shown you because I've been wearing this mask, but this came off. <gasps> we lost. What? This went away. And this beautiful boy that everybody was so proud of was so, it was such a part of the, it became sort of the fourth member of, it sort of, you know, we were the Holy Trinity and then suddenly we were the Fab Four, Doug, Vic, my mustache and me. And now it's, it's all gone. I wish you would have told us you were going to be doing that. I, You're just a little stunned. I, so at I know. first I wasn't for it and I was, uh. You had to sell me on it, and now it was, now everyone talked to me about it. To people it. would come up to me on the street every day. I'd be walking down the street. Somebody would come up to me, sir. They'd go down on their knees, sir. Thank you for that fuzz above your lip. What a pleasure it has been to see it on the show. But what what is that? <laughs> Beard scratch. That is some that is some uh, white noise for you guys. It's shaving sounds. Yeah, Tim, I wish you gave us a head up. That's a head up. A head up. <laughs> wish you gave us a head up on that because. Mm -hmm. well, let's get some immediate reactions from now the Now the energy Matt. is just gone from the room and we just feel like shit. I know. Well, I'll tell you what happened, Matt, if you want to bring me somebody to my throne, the seat of my throne. Let's check in with Alexis. Alexis. One um, of our number one fans. Thank you, Alexis. Now, listen, I'll so tell you this. So I'll tell you this with great honesty. And what? you know this. I love when Trump says, and you know this. And everybody what? knows it. Sefe. Hi, Sefe to you on this dark, dark day. Um, I was going for a trim last night. I was trimming. I was just wanted to clean it up for you folks because I care about you. I said, I'm going to give it a clean up. And then I went in too deep and it went, zzz, it went just off. I don't like it at all. No, sorry, sir. It was an accident. Couldn't you keep some of it? Go Hitler style? Hell no, Doug. That's disrespectful hey. to all kinds of listeners. Well, but uh, it wasn't uh, that other, kind of other, trim. Other people that aren't so bad did that stash. 
Um, the bass player from G.G. Allen, he had oh, one. Yeah. He's what about the guys that just have it on the sides? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or like Lemmy. Alexis, walk us yeah. through the moment that I Lemmy. reveal. Lemmy. Walk us through the moment of the reveal. Of first, scooch down. This is the first time there's no headroom. It's like Whoa. half of her head. What's this? <laughs> oh, we can't see. It's weird because I only had a dream that I grew a mustache okay. last night. God. Well, that is... <laughs> what the hell is that? What is... That I think couldn't that's... be you. I'm not doing anything. I think... Are you uh, Are you driving a truck right now, Alexis? She's like frozen. No, I live in busy corner and it's just board path. Mm. So sorry about that. No worries. Um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Alexis. I do not want to so talk to you. Again. I do not want to talk to you right now. Your connection is the pits, and it's driving me into an even darker, deeper place. Okay. Should we talk to this guy in his truck? Yes. <laughs> Lemmy did not have that stash. I was gray. Oh, okay. Gray Niner. Gray Niner, come in, come in, Gray Niner, come in, Gray Niner. Actually, I'm driving a truck. Can he talk and drive? Is that safe? Yeah, I can talk and drive. This is perfectly safe. How oh, look dare at you. you! Look at How you! How dare you get rid of that beautiful mustache? I am trying to apologize, and when you come in with the "How dare you?" What are, where am I, I supposed to go with that? It. Listen, I don't want to hear it. Where are you driving to? Where are you long hauling to? I'm in Baltimore right now, heading up to Bronx, New York. Nice. What are you dropping yeah, off? I've been I've been trying to get into the the Zoom for a while now. First time in. What's your payload? I got I got drywall right now. Nice. Let's go. Yeah. We got to start rebuilding right. America. We have to br- build one one uh, drywall <laughs> frame at a time. My God. Yeah. Uh, what's on your mind? How can I help you today? What's your uh... not much, guys? I actually had a game. Maybe you might be interested in playing. Oh, okie dokie. Uh, I'll play a game. I, I'll do I anything tell you today. The make and model of a car and estimate the year, and you guys guess what color it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, repeat that again. I'll tell you the make and model of a car. Got it. And I'll estimate the year. Okay. And you guys guess what color it is. Let's do it. All right, I'm looking at a Ford Focus, probably uh, 2008. Red. Oh, fuck, I was going to nope. go red. Ford Focus. I'm going to say maroon. I'm saying silver. Nope. Blue. No. Nope. Blue. Blue. It's I knew blue. it was blue. Okay, one, yeah. two more. I was going to think blue first, but then. All I... right. Uh... By the way, we Hang have. Hang on, this... I got to pick a good one. By the way, pardon me. We have the super chat open if you're watching on YouTube right now. The super chat is open. If you're loving this game, throw us a couple bucks. <laughs> this is a great. This is Office Hours hot, top notch quality. <laughs> throw us five bucks if you're loving the game. Uh, all money goes back into the show, and it's. You know, probably going to go uh, towards my hot tub fund. So Wait, I just want to clarify: Is he pulled over? No. Oh, okay. he's just staring out the window I, for a long time. <laughs> I'm actively driving. Oh, please yeah. be safe. I got, no, he's fine. I, got I mean, a, I'm sure this guy talks on the on the phone all day long. I I view it the same thing hey, as looking my... at the GPS. I don't think it's any different. We I'm had this. Uh, you guys. We had we've you know I've done a, a number of t- uh, tours where we have a bus driver and we sleep in the back. And our bus driver would drive at night, and uh, that's generally how you do it. You do the show, you get in the bus, and you go to the next town. And this guy would be on the phone all night long, and I just felt so bad for whoever was on the other end because imagine the other person going like, oh, fuck, it's Joe again. He's probably sitting in his cab, and he wants to chew, he wants to chew the fat like I'm some kind of free radio station for him. Is that what you do to all your friends and family as you bother them all day? Oh, all day. 
Hey, hey. The phone doesn't stop ringing. Okay, let's round two. Round two, Doug has zero, Vic has zero. I have an honorary one point. I said blue. You did not say blue. I, I think Doug said blue. Roll the tape red. back. Roll I said red. <laughs> then I came back after your guesses. Guess round guesses? number two. All right, so oh, Doug right. has one. All I right. have one. I mean, I'll take zero. half a point. All right. Give him half. Hey, look, I'm look, right, pretty good without two, that. You ready? Much. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, about 1985 Dodge Ram pickup truck. That's got to be tan. Silver. Nope. I'm going to say blue with a gray stripe. Blue with a gray stripe is actually... 100% See? accurate. Shut the wow. fuck up. There we go. What? Do I get two no. points for that? I think you should get two I'd points for that. I'd say that's worth that. two. That's two. All right, one more, and then we have to move the show along. All right, uh, Dodge Grand Caravan. Oh, Baby Blue. Uh, 2003. <laughs> Baby Blue. Baby Blue, yep, you're oh, right. Man. Yes! <laughs> All right, we have is, a tiebreaker now. Is that a uh, is that a Doug? You're a, eliminated. A, a minivan? Yeah, of course. Yep, minivan. Yep. Doug, you're eliminated. Now we have a tiebreaker between me and Vic. But if you guys both get it, can I get the third guess? If we both get it, if you do, both if we don't both get don't it. get it, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Come in from behind. I like that. Mm -hmm. But you are a technically give me a shot. You are Tim, give me a shot at the championship. You here. are technically eliminated. Let's just be clear on that. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, today's game is brought to you by Orson's Horse Farm. Let's kick it up and our our last one. This is the tiebreaker between me and Vic. All right, hang on. I'm waiting until I get a little closer so I can tell the make and model. And we got a uh Chevy uh Cobalt. Oh, I know it. Probably uh I know it. Right I'm going to say 2012. Black. Um, I'm going to say uh, light green. Light green. I'm going to say white. No, nope. uh, you're all wrong. Okay, cobalt. Then. Red. It's cobalt. Red. Orange. <laughs> Orange. <laughs> Silver. They started making wild colors around that time, like parents of it. All right. Black. I'm going to say silver is close. Yes. Oh. Nobody tops me when it comes to these kind of games. I'm the master. <laughs> Our YouTube chatters would really love a toot from this guy. Can he give us a oh, toot? Oh, that's a great oh, yes. idea. Let's yes. hear a big yeah. toot. Hang on. A real long toot. I'm in a construction zone. I might get in trouble, but here we go. We'll pay the fine. <laughs> hey That was a lot of fun. That's the office hour spirit out there. The America is... I have an idea, Matt. I have a promotional idea. <laughs> We should have a new slogan for the show. You ready? It's Office Hours Live. America is listening. <laughs> thank you, Tim. Listen, be hey, safe guys, out there. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, all the hey, best. Drive safe, man. Drive I'm safe. Eyes on the road. All yeah, right. I love thank our you. truckers. We love our <laughs> truckers. <laughs> we love our beautiful truckers. I just saw a poll. We did a little internal polling. 95% of truckers, I guess long-haul truckers, are fans of Office Hours. That was just released. Wow. So there's a lot of energy. There's a lot of energy out there. You got it. Um, what else? So let's get to the city of the day real quick. City of the days. Uh, what's that? Hold on. You guys clear all your... City, yeah, I had to get rid of my horn. City of the day. We're switching things up here. We have a lot of... 
have to get, ask Matt what the new strategy is here after I tell you who City of the Day is brought to you by. City of the Day is brought to you by Horns Creamed Popcorn on the Cob. Are you having trouble just... We got a theme song for this? Horns creamed popcorn on the cob. Horns creamed popcorn on the cob. Are you having trouble deciding what style of corn to eat? Now you can enjoy all forms of corn with horns creamed popcorn on the cob. First, the corn is popped, then it's creamed in a butter bath blender. Finally, the slurry is injected into a reusable silicone cob. It's a guarantee that no corn will be stuck in your teeth with Horn's patented corn liquefying system. (laughs) Just twist the pressurized corn canister on the cob, press the corn release button, and get goblin. These cobs come with three eating speeds, nibbler, muncher, and pig pen. Don't worry, you're in luck, because our cobs are pre-shucked, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Since 1444, when Lauren Horn first hoarded corn in the door. Since 1444, when Lauren Horn first hoarded corn in his dorm, Horns has been bringing you top form corn, so break from the norm with Horns creamed popcorn. All right, the city of the day is. That's wonderful. City of the day is an international city today. What is it, Vic? It sounded like Dr. Seuss is what I was saying. I'm the inspiration there. For the cream cup. Yes, the the rhyme scheme there. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. We love words. We love word play. (laughs) Well, thank you. Um, Doug gets a thank you in there. City of the Day International Edition today is Athens, Greece. Not Athens, Georgia, folks. We're talking Athens, Greece, the original city. Athens is the capital and largest city in Greece and is home to two UNESCO World Heritage Sites, the Acropolis and the Daphne Monastery. The weather right now... Tim, can I ask a question? Please. Is this a new um, code? code? It must be. Brand new code, yeah. A starting fresh. Start start trying mm-hmm. to crack it. You I don't, guys I don't, don't even know. know. I don't even know it? You, we didn't discuss it, right? You didn't submit anything, and so I took it upon myself. Oh, so you have the code. I'm the only one who knows the Tim, code. Does Tim know it? Tim doesn't know oh, it. I don't know the code. I do know it begins with the letter A. Well, we're going alphabetical. Well, hey, you can. You want to guess <laughs> next week? You could. Anybody can I'm guess. Cra- oh, that's fun. I want to crack it. Uh, good luck, Doug. Pink popcorn in the car. I'm Will Shorts, the puzzle master, here with Doug Lusenhop from uh, from Los Angeles, California. Doug, is this your first time calling in? Long time listener, first time calling in. And would you like to, and I'm here with Vic Berger, the uh, professor of puzzles and uh, riddles at Boston University. Mm-hmm. Professor Berger, thank you for being with us today. Sure thing. Um, Doug? Is this your, uh, what's your listener, what's your uh, local station that you listen to? K-Jazz. K-Jazz. Okay, great. Would you like to guess the code for the you know, city of the day? Yes. Is it switching the letter A with the temperature of the weather minus um, the fifth letter of the alphabet? Professor Berger, 
It's not. It's not it. Okay. <laughs> well, check in with us next, next week. week. I mean, look. Thank uh, you. You can't decode it on the first one. Well, then don't right. call in. You need the pattern. <laughs> right. Listen, don't call in if you don't. I was calling in about the previous game about the car colors. I see. Um, the weather in Athens, Greece. Uh, do you want to take a uh, just a guess on the weather right now, Doug? Okay, it's got to be warm, tropical. Beautiful We're talking weather in the Mediterranean. We got for 84. 84 is on the mark. Wow. I don't know. I think you're looking. Did you look? <laughs> I swear to God, no. Wow, that's no. amazing. Never been to Greece. How the hell did he do that? Uh, low of 69. Like Can I get 70. a prize for that? Yeah. What do we have to give him? I don't have anything. Can I get your voice on my voicemail? Can I just request something? Tim, will you record me a voicemail real quick? Sure. This is Tim Heidecker, and you've just reached Doug Lucenhop. Unfortunately, he is not at home. I'll tell you what. I'll do this for the audience. Folks, you can grab this if you know how to do that. Hey, friend, this is Tim Heidecker. Unfortunately, you've... Hmm. It's hard to do without a person. How about this? Say, uh, how about this? Just say, yeah, you got you got shut plug, up. Plug the show on, on their voicemail. Right hey, it's Tim Heidecker. Yeah. Hey, it's Tim Heidecker here. The person you've been. Eh. <laughs> Take two. Tim Heidecker hey. from Office Hours. I know. Three. It would be three. Probably four. Now. Give me a give me a countdown, please, so I can t- get a clean take, please. One, two, three. Hi, it's Tim. Hi, it's. Hi, it's Tim. three. Let's go. Hi, it's Tim Heidecker. <laughs> Hi, it's Ten Tim. Balls. One, two, three. Hey, it's Tim. Hi- okay, ready? Okay, do a clean, clean one. Clean one. In three. Yeah, I need a countdown. I'll go like this, up. like we're on a, on the set. Mm-hmm. We're coming up in three. Hey, it's Tim Heidecker here. The person you're trying to reach is not available, so please leave a message and check out Office Hours Live every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific. Have a great day. Uh, What else is going on, folks? How about another call? I'll take another call. Happy to take calls all morning. We've got Jim. um, You know what? Before we get a call, uh, we have a we didn't announce this guest, but Jim Brewer is with us from uh, Saturday Night Live. Jim, do you have something you want to say? Jim, are you there? Hello. Before anyone gets caught up in, <laughs> I noticed the mainstream media starting to throw the word conspiracy around. Right. If you were to replace the word conspiracy with thought, because that's <laughs> all it is, is a thought. Uh huh. The word conspiracy was purposely created to make you stop thinking. Okay. If I come to you and go, oh. Th- th- this conspiracy do me a, of go ahead tell you story no, no, of that do me a favor do your <laughs> Jim can you do your uh, Joe Pesci for it told you do your Joe Pesci what to think about it uh-huh the mainstream <laughs> yeah totally they are a conspiracy okay alright well thanks Jim for checking in yeah. we look forward to hearing from what's he getting at though what's he getting at here what is he, he? I mean, what is he getting at, Vic? You watch this whole clip. It's the mass. The masks do not work, and no. we shouldn't listen to the government and the CDC about wearing masks. Big, big money. Let's you let's make sure that that all these people, Jim Brewer and everybody <laughs> else, don't have access to mm. these the, the uh, scientific community in any form. 
So they can't use, they can't have access to hospitals or any kind of pharmaceuticals. Uh, and that goes all the way down over the counter, under the counter, in the counter. They can't have uh, cell phone technology or internet technology or any kind of computer technology. Can we just start setting that system up? These people can't have access to anything that science has developed in the past 100 years. <laughs> They're just children. They can't get their toys. They're not allowed to access their toys anymore. The pounding. Okay. <laughs> Enough with their theories about what conspiracy. I mean, he's got like conspiracy is a is a neutral term. It just means a group of people that have that are, you know, on the uh, that are kind of on the same page about something. Are they arrested? Conspiracy theory like, is different. Has anyone been arrested for not wearing a mask though? You know what I mean? Like is that a thing that's going around? Is it government sanctioned? You know, taking people away if you're not. Uh, they was there was some pastor, wasn't there? Some pastor. Um, but it just seems like private businesses. Like you, they have signs up if you walk in and you. I tell you what, I passed you know? her on the highway. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Um, but the, hey. what's that, buddy? You want to check in on the super? Um, you want to check in on some super chat? Yes, please. We must honor Stop our patrons in that capacity. If you're not a open pa- your chat. Can you open your chat? If you're not a patron, you know, I'm not going to be like Tim Pool here where the whole show is me reading off your fucking comments, (laughs) you know? Stand six feet apart. Damn good game. Keep it coming. We got to rebuild America. Shane Skinner says people, the people got to know, Tim, what the heck were you doing in a pool with ELP? Um, That's a great question that a lot of people have asked me. People stop me on the street all the time and ask me that. ELP, of course, from Run the Jewels. <laughs> LP. L- oh. What? I thought it was Emerson, oh, Lake, and Palmer. <laughs> You're right. I know. It's, well, how do I know? You're thinking Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, yeah. which you were in a pool with them, too. <laughs> I, was, I was during their Targus album release party. <laughs> um, <clears throat> whoa, what a lucky man he was. You should bring that up, guys. It's funny, the solo in that song. Oh, yeah. In the Lucky Man, the Moog solo. But I think Doug was there, too. We were at the Jash Fest in Palm Springs a few years ago. We have a photo with all of us, all three of us Doug together. Because Doug and I, like, we look like a mix of LP. It's, e, it's not ELP. It's just LP. It's How LP. How can I know everything? Maybe I'm Short wrong. for El Producto, I believe. Fine. We'll have him call in. I mean, we tried to get those guys to call in, Matt, and then you dropped the ball. No, they, their publicist dropped <laughs> the ball. Let's get Killer Mike on here. When, I wanted both of them. I'll tell you what, when a publicist runaround. when a publicist drops the ball, that's coming from the top. That's the top saying, Yeah, don't worry about it. you don't I think that publicist is probably a good publicist. You're throwing them under the bus. <laughs> what? I gave him Bauer. He should give us uh, Speaking Roman of Jules. Bauer. We had some great Bauer confusion last night on the text thread. Yeah, Matt sends a clip of Martin Short on Mark Marin. And he says something like, well, God, I love Martin Short. And he sends the clip and it's like three seconds long. <laughs> no context, no a concept of what the hell he's talking about. This is craziness. It's insane. Swing and a miss. This shit is weird. Who's on Joe Rogan this week? Is he r- run out of guests yet? Or is he starting to Zoom people in? I miss you. I don't know. This I really went off on that uh, Joe Rogan last week when he posted that shit about the forest fires being set oh, yeah. by Antifa. He corrected himself. Though. He did apologize. He bad, so give him apparently. that. But I need it. I don't think he's going to learn any lessons from that. Do you? <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, I think 
Yeah, I think he's just going to keep going whatever makes him money. I don't know. I don't think he's too concerned about that. I think there's just enough of bad press there because he's pushing fake news. But yeah, I mean, because like, how much other fake news has he pushed and he's not corrected? Well, my thing is, listen, this show might be boring to some people, but I think his show is so boring. The energy, I don't want to get into it. Yeah. I'm not going to get into it. I just got questions. Wow. That, low, that low energy kind of like, so what's your, what do you, um, this whole thing about sort of fourth dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty clever. He was, uh, his his first episode, he was so drunk during it. Which one? The one with Duncan? No, it wasn't. It was the first one in, in, uh, in, in the oven. In, yeah, in there with with this like Adam Curry guy, mm-hmm. he was wasted throughout the whole thing drinking it, and then, and then according to Adam Curry, right after that, Joe Rogan said, "Let's go out to dinner," mm. and Rogan demanded Alex Jones. But, uh, and, uh, Rogan demanded place. the drive, so he's oh wasted. Wait, this is drive. Adam Curry like talking band. about yeah. this? <laughs> yeah, is that, mm. is that the guy's name? He's like the MTV yeah, guy. Yeah, he's an MTV VJ. Apparently, yeah. he's like the guy that invented podcasts. But yeah. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> he invented it. Yeah. Lock the gate! He's the pod pod father, apparently. Tim, but like, real quick, Smokey the Bear, he doesn't like fire, right? Or smoke? <laughs> he's, I don't but he's know. called Smokey the Bear. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Why is he called Clean Air the Bear? <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, if you, if you put fire out, you get smoke, right? Right? So then well, he likes putting fires Well, also, if there's fires out. going, you're smelling smoke. So, Well, you guys can't see it today, but our point. first... Three special guests are here. Oh, okay. Let's talk to them. <laughs> oh, Let's bring them in the Zoom. Bring them in the Zoom. Let's bring them in the Zoom. Hi ho, the bear. Hi ho, the merry yo. The let's bring them in the Zoom. <laughs> we got Giorgio on. Hi, Giorgio. Hello, Hello. Giorgio. Hey, Giorgio, how are you? I think I'm really Great. How are you, guys? Tim? Really good. Um, do we want to bring the other boys in, too? Arthur and Matt? They got to say hi, and then their camera will come up. Okay. It's a little, they're, oh, they're I have to say hi? Hi. You guys hi. are all... <laughs> where, where are you guys right now? Are you in San Francisco or those parts? We're in undisclosed bunkers. Three individually undisclosed bunkers. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna play like that today, I see. Bueller. I'm in downtown Los Angeles. I shall not Bueller. play like that. Yeah, I will give away my my loca- lo- okay, my local targeted strikes are on their way. Are he's, you guys in the same office with different computers? Is that what's going on? No. No, I'm I'm working from home today. All right, let's identify yourself so we know who we're talking about. Arthur Jones, please identify yourself with a unique voice. <clears throat> uh, yeah, Arthur Jones. Uh, I'm I directed Feels Good Man. And, uh, I also animated a lot of it. And Giorgio, and, uh, uh, I am Giorgio. This is my unique voice. I am the producer, but I also did other things on the film, like craft services. Such, uh, craft services. <laughs> I filmed a thing, and uh, I wrote music. And Matt Fury Works obviously on. is the creator of. Uh, the character Pepe, as well as many other cartoon uh, characters, <laughs> I should say. <laughs> correct? Hi, hi, Tim. It's good. Uh, that's correct. It's good to be with you today. Um, I'm uh, the subject of the documentary. Feels good, man. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> now, so polite. Is there anything you guys want to get off your chest before I begin my inquisition? Oh God. Jesus. Um, it's a plea I'm, for I'm, leniency. Just a big fan. I'm glad to be here. This is a dream come true. 
Matt, I was watching the documentary he's, he's, last week. Oh, sorry. Did you want to say something? Oh, no. I was just going to tell Giorgio, I don't think you're going to respond to him kissing your ass. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Compliments will get you everywhere. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. All right. I w- well, I'll tell you, because I was watching the documentary a, le- a week or so ago, and uh, there in the first 20 minutes is a picture of uh, Matt at some cl- club or something wearing a old Tim and Eric live t-shirt from one of our tours that leads me to believe that maybe you were at one of those shows yeah uh i've I've been to a few of your shows um that i think was from the um the awesome commons in san diego and and i think the picture i was with my brother at hooters in san diego doing doing hula hoops or something whoa so you've you've been a fan of mine for a long time apparently uh i I have indeed (laughs) How did that? How did my yeah. work specifically influence uh, your creativity and your art, art, artistry? <laughs> Honestly, good question. Uh, well, you know, I just like the awkward nature of it, and I like all the characters. You know, I like people that can do like just insane characters. You know, were so you are, were you actively uh, pr- producing content before? You know, dur- during uh, our early years, or I can't. I'm trying to get a timeline going here <laughs> as I as I pursue my prosecution here. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this is bef- I started making content before make- making content was a phrase. Right. So, you know, I was just making artwork and stuff and comic books. And, you know, I did more like kind of visual art. Did you um, go? Not really, like, where did that come from? Did you go to uh, school for it? Did, did you were you in an art school? Yeah, I'm from Ohio originally, and I went to uh, I studied fine art at Ohio Wesleyan, um, a, a small college just uh, north of Columbus, Ohio. And and, uh, and then I just and, and then, then you I come out of that experience with that. with no clue what to do, right? You don't know what to do after going to art school. <laughs> Not really, but we, I, you know, I I just relocated with my buddy to San Francisco. We just we got into my Buick LeSabre and, and loaded mm. up our car and, and just headed headed for SF. We figured um, if we were in the in the city, we'd figure something out. And yeah, so and then how did you adapt to San Francisco and become? Were you <clears throat> did you did you have a did you have to get a job and were you kind of working a, a day job, not something artistic, or were you just constantly in the art world? Uh, no, I, I just got a day job. You know, I worked in picture framing and I also worked at at a thrift store for, for oh many right, years. I remember that um, you I thrift. That's sort of one of the moments in the documentary is you walking around the old thrift store that you used to work at. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was actually. Yes. It was, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. It was a great job because, you know, I worked in the toy department specifically. So, you know, I just had my own my own little zone right? where I where I'd get to like sift through toys all day. And uh, and that was very inspirational as well. So and then community thrift, though, in San Francisco is like all artists work there. People have worked there for like 10 years. Like it's kind of it's not just like a normal thrift store. Right. It's in the mission. And it's funky. Uh, it's funky. Exactly. <laughs> um, so Arthur and Giorgio, how did you do you go way back with with uh, Matt or do you or is this something that you you've discovered recently and were found found interesting the whole story here? Well, I go way back with Matt's comics. Like I bought his comics, um, I think at Quimby's Books uh, in Chicago when when they were coming out. And then I met Matt when I moved to California, maybe like six or seven years ago. We met on a hike 
And um, then we we uh, slept next to a Sespe Hot Springs outside of Ojai, and we became friends after that. And, and so, then, Matt, uh, I yeah. and Giorgio, you're you're coming in. I imagine much later. Much later. Yeah. So I, I came in much later, but I feel that our bond was very quick and very hard and very fast. Um, Matt, so from the documentary, Matt, I get the vibe that you don't love the attention or you don't love talking about yourself. And so this must be fun. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's fine. Uh, you know, I, I, I try not to fear, um, you know, uh, being put on the spot or, you know, I, you know, I kind of felt like I might be roasted on this thing and oh, I'm, come on. I'm ready for it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's fine. I, you know, I definitely prefer just like, yeah, just uh, listening to music and drawing like yeah. a child. So, know. so how did you, so Matt, uh, Arthur, how did you present it to Matt that you wanted to kind of dig, dig deep into him and his life and, and sort of, I imagine just like uncomfortably stick the camera up his nose for a few, however long you shot for. That's ex- yeah, that's exactly how I presented it. I told him it was going to be extremely uncomfortable. It was going to be a painful process. By the end of it, he was going to certainly hate me. Yeah. Um, you know, so I brought Giorgio in. He's a little bit more likable than I am. So he, he's he's able to kind of like massage all the relationships. But I could just really get in there, make Matt uncomfortable and get to the truth. You know, that's what documentarians we got to do. I know. So have you done a doc? Is this your first documentary? Have you made other films? When this started, I didn't know how to set up a tripod. I'm an animator. So, uh, yeah, so this has been, this has been a new thing for me, but, um, Giorgio had made a movie about, uh, housing policy in America called the fun stuff, (laughs) fun stuff. It's about redlining. So I, I'd done some animations on that film for him. And then our, our producer, Aaron Wickedon, who edited the film and edited the Mr. Rogers movies. So, um, terrible I movie. had, I had two great mentors. Yeah. No, I didn't realize uh, that Mr. Rogers was such received. a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. What yeah. a terrible guy. Um, <laughs> no. that's what started Q I think. Right. I think oh, so. Yeah. Can it's I ask funny. a quick question? Oh, didn't you have him on your sure. podcast already? Doug? Yeah. But I forgot to ask what okay, color was the Buick LeSabre? Good question. Oh, it was uh, it was a gray exterior, gray interior. Mm, gray good. on gray. So I feel like I don't need to give context here for this conversation because I've seen it and that's all that matters is my own curiosity. (laughs) But the brief, brief kind of overview of this is that, Matt, you created this Pepe the Frog as a character in in your cartoon, in your comic, and it kind of got co-opted and I would say maybe stolen by the 4chan world. It it kind of co-opted... Well, it got co-opted by them. But then the one thing I didn't realize was that other strain of like normies who took on took it on were the the girls who were dressing up like Pepe. And I feel like I missed that entirely in my own personal life. Isn't that did, did you know about that when it was actually happening? You must have. Yeah, well, um, for me, uh, you know, I didn't really take a big stance on it for a long time because I was just kind of amused by the whole thing. I think a lot of like kids and, you know, teenagers were into the Pepe meme thing. And it was actually kind of inspiring to me to see all this. I love kind of like bootleg art and stuff. So it was kind of cool to see my own artwork just kind of become bootlegged and also become really special to just like kids for their like band camp logo or stuff like that. So, um, so, you know, um, I just took a laissez-faire attitude to it until it got kind of crazy. So, and so, when did it get crazy? When it was pretty much 2015, or is it before that? Was it was it earlier than Trump, or was it right as Trump was coming up? 
I think it, it was actually earlier than Trump. It was really popular as just a meme. And, right. and then I think it got politi- but politicized a politi- during a po- like the yeah, I was say, When did it get politicized? But, but Trump tweeted it in um, mid October of 2015. But yeah, simultaneous to it being popular on 4chan in 2015, it was the most pop. It was Daily Dot reported it was the most popular meme on Tumblr in 2015 too, and that's a totally different group of people using it. And so. how does that stack up against the free real estate meme? Are there people looking into that because that seems to be very popular too? <laughs> Georgia is more of the architectural meme head within within our group. What's really beautiful is that the free real estate meme hadn't hasn't been politicized, you know, and that's something I've worked really hard at from the beginning. For sure, I have so many great ideas. Is to keep that kind of away from politics. (laughs) And the thing I did right away once that meme, I really policed it, and I really, Mm. you know, took Mm. ownership (laughs) over that. Anything, any regrets on your end? I, I'm just I think kidding. free real estate just real is estate. an anathema to the Trump era. You got to you got to commoditize every piece of land in your way there. and you got to you got to stack cash on top of it. Can I make this about myself for a second? Go ahead, Vic. Um, I made a meme during 2015. I guess you could call it that. The Jeb is a mess. Jeb is a mess. Videos. I had all those movies and uh, or, yeah, videos. And I started getting all these people at Trump rallies sending me. Oh, in God. front of Trump wearing Jeb is a mess shirts. And, oh, no. and, and there's a, even a video of of someone yelling Jeb is a mess to Trump. And he starts laughing. It's like one of the few times oh. I've ever seen Trump laugh. But didn't it start it with horrifying. Trump, Trump <laughs> saying Jeb is a mess, right? Like no, he never said I created I, I put made him say that. Oh, yeah. He never it's said real estate. So, <laughs> yeah. So I obviously not uh, anything close to what you went through, but uh, it was for a while. It was just well, like, my what personal the hell? experience with Pepe and was not knowing the context of it. Obviously, I I'm or not obviously, but I didn't know about the. I'm not a follower of the underground kind of comic world or really of like an online meme culture kind of guy. Despite my heavy influence on that that genre, Tim, what I'm mainstream like comics do you like? <laughs> oh. More like a <laughs> Spider Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Batman, Hulk. No, I'm the Daily Comics guy. I'm the guy. Uh, Dilbert. I like Dilbert. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, Blondie. not Dilbert, but like the Lock- the Lockhorns. Or yeah, uh, oh. yeah. Um, what's the Hogar? K- Hogar the Hogar Hogar the horrible. Oh. Hagar the horrible. <laughs> Hagar the Broom horrible. Broomhilda. Andy Cap. <laughs> I was Andy a big. Uh, I was a big There's Bloom County. No guy. love for Kathy here at all. Uh, oh. I love Kathy. Mm-hmm. What about? Uh, yeah, she's the best. Um, what's the one with the family that? Uh, Modern Family. No. Family Circus. <laughs> high and lo- High and Lois. Wait, what's that no, circle no. one? The That's Family Stop. Circus. The Family Circus. circus. See? For better or for worse. For better or for worse. Oh, yeah. Okay. That family was kind of was neat about that one. That family kind of grew in real time. So like over the course of years, you would see people get older in that comic strip. Oh. And, like the teenagers uh, would get zits and stuff. Yeah, teenagers <laughs> nice. uh, got pregnant and had abortions. <laughs> it's pretty heavy. It got heavy. You are not yeah! the father. <laughs> <laughs> very quick, w- w- very quick-witted boys. Very good. Baby. No, um, st- you were asking about the turn, really. I think, if I'm correct, you were going to tell a Pepe story. Maybe? Well, I didn't. Re- I, I the first time you. I see the first time I see Pepe is is in the context of like a sipper. You know, the Pepe standing in front of the Auschwitz or something, you know, like that was my first encounter with that frog. And it was Matt used to didn't draw that. You didn't, Matt, you didn't draw, you didn't draw him in the context of Auschwitz. 
No, no, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank you for clarifying. But <laughs> that, so that I had to like deprogram my brain to realize that, that where it came from and that it came from a very innocent, you know, wholesome place. Um, and I think that must be the case for most people that engaged politically online in the past few years. Um, so it did take me a minute for Doug even to explain to me that like, no, no, the guy that made this is a good guy. He would, he's like a, right. he's a friend of your, he would be a friend of yours or he's a fan of your stuff. So um, the documentary is very cleansing in that way, in that as you're watching it, for me, at least I was, I felt it was a very beautiful thing to see that, you know, you're a good person and that things came from a good place. And it was just a fascinating, uh, you know, look at how, of, of the, how the Internet really works. And seeing just the people in the 4chan world in real life was all. I mean, how did you how did you like reach those people and convince them to be in this? Arturo? Um, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I before we started making the film, I spent three or four months researching 4chan. I would just go onto the boards um, late at night and not really participate, but lurk and hang out and, and just try to understand what the board meant to people, like right. trying to understand emotionally how people kind of turned into a family on this message board. Um, and so on the board, I started to see images of this one guy. His name is Mills. Uh -huh. And um, on one message board called R9K, his picture kept popping up. And then I discovered that he had like, a little bit of an online presence. And I found this video uh, kind of randomly where he's laying in bed and he's speaking to his phone. And the first line in uh, what he says is, uh, what does Pepe mean to me? And he does this funny little essay just to his phone about what Pepe means to him. And um, it felt like a very intimate little video. And I just got goosebumps. I was like, oh, I think he's going to be in the film. Right. I reached out to him and we started talking and um, he agreed to be in the movie. So does he, is he still an active troll, if you would say that word? Like, is he still in there, like, sending people like me, uh, <laughs> you know, like, better watch your back, pal. I'm sending a, I'm throwing a Molotov cocktail through your window. He's definitely more into Sam Hyde than you, um, gotcha. for, for sure. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, he, I mean, he goes back and forth. Mills, Mills is a really, he's a nice guy. He's a funny guy and he, he'll have moments of like clarity and then he'll just get pulled back down into the darkness. Right. So, um, yeah, like I, a lot, that just always, kind of, that's the way he is. That was always my kind of, I tried to look at the whole thing as like, God, I know that there's a lot of these are just people that are in sort of almost like a video game. Yeah, They're almost in this RPG. What are you doing? <laughs> We're all fine with people. And I'm like, God, if I could talk to these people like human beings, and sometimes I would talk to them disparagingly, but also directly to them, that maybe there'd be some kind of crack and some kind of detente, if you will. But mm. and it does seem to. I don't. Know, thank you, Vic. That's so kind. This kindness here today. It's That's kindness week needs, on Office man. Hours. Is there a sense? that I just haven't noticed it so much. This election cycle is, is there a sense that these people have gotten bored of this, of playing this game a little bit? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I think first of all, am I coming in too hot 
Come right. in. First of all, that's a question you should have asked a long time ago. <laughs> Sorry. But you're coming no in great, luckily. Me. Okay, great. Thank you. Well, I'm just a consummate professional, so I just wanted to preface that. Um, that was but real hard. We're going to have this mastered after we're going to send it off to Abbey Road and have the whole thing mastered. So no worries. They. I think they were just as surprised as everyone else that Trump won, and it really started as a kind of troll. Yeah. But I think they were a lot more married to the troll than the actual candidate. And I think that's kind of what you see playing out now. It's like it's not fun is, anymore. Exactly. It, yeah. yeah. Um, well, listen, I could talk to you guys all day, but <laughs> I do. Well, you know, we do. I think we want to give away some tickets, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, so we Saturday, talk about these this weekend, so one before we let you go and get into that, you guys are putting this movie out fully on your own. Yes. This is crazy, yes. but it went to Sundance yep. and was yep. well-received at Sundance. Yes. You this had is all craziness. The, you had all the legal paperwork figured out. You're not, you've, you have everyone sign releases. Oh, for sure. No You're ready to things. sell this movie. What happened? Because I've been in that position. Um, I know when we did the, the movie The Comedy that Rick Alveson directed. It was oh, like a great Sundance and it was actually a very stressful thing because people, there was a very polarizing thing, but, but then there was this like weird, nobody picking it up for a while. And it felt like really deflating. Cause you're like, mm-hmm. geez, this thing, everyone seems to like this. It seems kind of, especially your film feels like it's like ready for the moment. Perfect sort of story about the times we're living in. And what happened? No, did, were there was there were there offers that just didn't make sense to you yeah. guys, or uh, a little bit of that? I think it was one of these things where you know we're just inferring this from what we kind of gleaned through our sales agent and whatnot. We don't know for sure, but I think you get the sense that like in this battle for consolidation of the streaming market, all these people are kind of terrified of buying anything that can kind of drive a wedge in their audience right. and maybe like lose subscribers. And this is kind of the weird moment we're in right now in this monopoly where like when it's all about just accruing subscriber bases, there's just a lot more at risk if you piss off your audience than if you just distribute an independent film and like people can boycott the film if right. they want to versus like losing subscribers. Yeah. It's my guess. I, I don't, don't know. know. It's so weird. It seems it's really beautiful. It's a great film, whether you Thank are you. interested in the subject or not. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I heard something a few years ago telling about the whole like stream like Netflix and all these different places and, and their strategy. Uh, and it was it was spooky because they were just like, you know, when it comes to me or like probably you guys too. their their thing is sort of like, well, we have your audience already. Like they're already subscribed and they're already right. watching our stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we're not spooky. looking for it was spooky. Like, we don't need to feed them stuff because they're just going to stay subscribed. So we're looking for we're looking to build like, you know, baby boomers or whatever demographic they don't exactly have yet. So they're not as excited to sort of feed the audience that might be your audience. Um, yeah, we got one offer from a pretty sizable company and it was for zero dollars. <laughs> and then they were offering to recoup marketing on it. Oh, and cool. we just kind of got this feeling like. You know, one, one of the programmers at Sundance who really ended up loving the film when she introduced it there was like, this was the last movie on my slate of things to watch because I saw that frog and yeah. um, I I had all the same baggage you did, Tim. Like right. she was thinking that. And then she watched the movie and was like, oh, I actually really liked the film. Right. And so that's just been kind of 
maybe what we're up against and it's what Matt has been up against for the last, you know, 10 years. Yeah. Well, it, it, the good news is that now there's these systems where you can, especially now in COVID times where people aren't going out anyways, you can, there are systems to just, just like go directly to your audience and use uh, people like me and our show and other shit. I know you did Mark Maron. You've done a lot of good press. So you can say here, you don't have to go through these gatekeepers. I'm going to give you this, you know, I'm going to provide, uh, I'm going to provide you. No, I'm not going to give you cause you're, cause you're not giving away for free. I'm going to offer well, you this. A lot of people have watched it for free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were the number two most pirated film on a very popular. Boutique. Are you serious? Oh, Those man. fucking yeah, rats. Yeah, this is it's rat city <laughs> out there. It I'm sick of it. <laughs> Everybody expects their fucking free lunch yeah, I know. and the reckoning we- is coming. Why do you think there's such trash out there? Exactly. It's collapsing, folks. The, the entire industry is falling apart. It's, it's disheartening, to say that's the least. True. But, but that said... But the nice we, thing is, yeah, the movie really appeals to artists. Like, you know, it's about an artist's story. It's about, you know, people who are creative understand kind of the, the plight of Matt, and they, they engage with the film. In like now, we're talking really about Matt Carlin, my producer way. here, or are we talking about somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> Matt Fury. Furio. Can you say something nice to to Matt Carlin? I mean, Matt's a friend of mine. Yeah, Matt. Can you pay him one compliment? To him? <laughs> I just pay him, Carlin just I one pay him tiny nothing itty but compliment. I pay him nothing okay. but compliments off the air, and that's where it matters. <laughs> okay, he's done a tremendous job, and we love him, and we're real proud of him. What I should do like Trump, I call him by his like last name is the company. We love Matt Office Hours. <laughs> <laughs> And he's really done something special here. Um, all right. So Rocket this weekend, Man. what what are the details, Matt, this weekend? Matt, office hours. Oh, I'm going to. I Well, we have some tickets to give away. Maybe I had this idea with Arthur and this shirt, but maybe, I don't know, maybe Matt Fury wants to just Matt, pick give us people the details. and tell us about it. Or? Such person, woman. Me? Yeah. Um, tell us about the screenings. Uh, Okay, well, there's a screening happening uh, where there's going to be some shorts shown uh, beforehand, and then uh, you recommend and then people the skipping itself. the shorts and. Uh... <laughs> I about, recommend checking out the shorts. What about pants? Will there be any pants shown? <laughs> Thank you, Tim. The shorts are short. So. What about swim trunks? Uh, yeah, any and swim then, trunks? And then, uh, okay, sorry to interrupt with my. I got. I have too cool. much coffee in me. That's the problem. I'm a little over. I'm a partisan. <laughs> That's all right. But but Tim, thank you for you're hosting on Saturday night. I, am? I believe it. I'm hosting Saturday night live this weekend, folks. <laughs> <laughs> That's just announced. And I'm gonna do we're bringing back Hans and Franz. <laughs> I'm like David Crosby. I hate Jim Morrison. <laughs> and they're doing a funny bit. We've, we're writing it now. It's kind of interesting. It's sort of that joke on the transgender thing. It's Hansel and Franz. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That'll play well. Absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait to see the reveal. Stand six feet apart. <laughs> yeah, stop with that. So how do we? How should we give away these tickets? Arthur, do you have that shirt? We have shirts and stickers. I do actually have. I have a. I have a huge box of um, Feels Good Man Sundance shirts, which were a real fiasco. It's even a fiasco now because I have this one turned inside out. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so we have this shirt with. Um, at Sundance, everything is. Uh, uh, cowboy themed in Park City. It's all Western art. Yeah. So we have this version of a Pepe shirt. He has a cowboy hat on, and we made a bunch of these shirts, and um, nobody, nobody wore them. them. <laughs> nobody nobody wants them. <laughs> they, they love they love Pepe, 
um, but then they don't understand why he's a cowboy. And then, um, yeah, I didn't see a single person put this on other than Giorgio at Sundance. So I do have a box of these. If anyone in office hours would be willing to wear this shirt in public, um, and you photograph know, you could wear this to Trader Joe's, <laughs> Somebody, I'm happy to send you one to ten shirts. Somebody yeah. on the super and chat all the sizes. Somebody on the super chat says, "I want to buy another ticket for you to give away to someone." So somebody wants oh, to actually sweet. buy a ticket oh. to give away, which I just that's said. like right. NPR. They're going, they're going bananas too. here. I'm going to go in order of the people who said they would wear it. Who so can chase. name the four members of Boys Club? Yeah. So here's the deal: you have to wear it in public after the screening, and then um, yeah. send us a picture. Many chatters are saying they would wear it. I can do it. Really? They yeah. Get so on one Zoom. of the themes in the film is you want to oh, you want to take back Pepe and and reclaim him as a positive force, a positive uh, image, Whoa. and it's already happening, right? Because of what's going on in in uh, what do I want to say? Hong Kong? Twitch? Twitch? Well, well he's like Twitch the. He's, yeah, he's like the biggest. He's essentially uh, the unofficial mascot of Twitch. And so, if like uh, Tim Microsoft is watching, like you know, make it right, man. Yeah, make it right. All right, we got our first winner. Chase, say something so you pop up. Chevy on Chase is I will on the line. Gladly wear the shirt. All right, Chase is winner number one. Hey, Chase. Chase. What should we give away? Three. Three. Oh, we can we can do. What size do you wear, Chase? Shit, I muted him. I'll find out. I'll get uh, their info later. You'll find out. But yeah, I'd be happy to send Chase. I'll Chase get their info. Yeah, me, he wants to clear info. out his garage. Next up, Jason Mott. You win. Say something. Unmute, please. Woo! Hey, I'm moving these things. And then, Woo! Maybe, maybe these are eight chan. Where's Jason? Maybe these are four yeah. chan guys, and they're doing a double no, reverse. We need a Forty chess. We need a vetting. That's okay. I'm fine with some seven D chess happening here. That's cool. <laughs> and then where's? Let me find Trash Boy. Trash Boy. Oh, perfect, perfect. Got any ladies out there? Any ladies? <laughs> Yeah, does a Thanks. single woman. We have a tremendous female hour. audience. Most of our audience are long haul truckers, but we do have any- <laughs> Trash Boy, unmute and say something. Trash Boy. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Where'd you go, Trash Boy? Trash is in the Say tr- something, Thank Trash you. Boy. There we go. Matt Van Dam, your girlfriend would love one. I would gladly give one to Matt Van Dam. Oh, Matt Van Dam. All right. Should we now one female? Who's Krista, a female? Krista says she wants one. Krista? Oh. I Wait, see her in the this. chat here. Oh, I can't do the YouTube chat. That's too complicated. Well, if you can if you can all uh communicate your addresses to um yeah you weren't writing this down guys come on i will gladly send some i'll gladly send some care packages to each okay one more winner enough of this enough of these t-shirts i can't take it anymore (laughs) enough (laughs) enough let me ask let me tell you the more the most important thing is this weekend yes the the movie will be screening with q a's you've got me you've got ira glass who's the third person we have ann friedman Friedman. from call your girlfriend ann friedman are going to be moderating girlfriend and I will be asking this similar line of questioning, I assume. I don't know. Yes. If, uh, you can go more hard hitting at night. And we'll, we'll be drinking. We'll be a little bit looser. Okay, I'm going I'm to Mike Wallace. You that's assholes. true. We did. Yeah. We did this one other time with Duncan Trussell and I got blackout drunk. So that's okay. not going to happen. But <laughs> um, well, did he get you to believe in, in uh, ghosts or something like that? Is that what was he, he was, was he was on about? It's uh, very sweet. He no, very the, sweet. the good vibes were just so intense that I didn't know how to deal with the compliments, and I started just pounding tequila. And, and then we cried. Nice. He was a great guy. We did. I did I like cry. beer. I cried. Um, well, it's not going to be as profound when I handle things. Believe me, it'll be much more pedestrian. <laughs> no, I'll just be working puns in the whole time. 
Yeah. So Friday we have, so we're, we're, <laughs> we created our own website for feels good man, where we're getting to screen the film. So before the film, there's going to be a half hour of shorts made by all the people who worked on the film. Cool. So we're going to have animated shorts by the animators. We're going to have documentary shorts by like our cinematographers. Just a touch of pornography, the, just a little bit. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's going to be like that. I didn't remember, know that was Remember happening. Spike and Mike's animation world? The yeah. inter- Spike exactly. and Mike's Sick and animation. twisted, of course. It's like yeah. Now you're flux. speaking Fury's language. Now we're, yeah. I used to, listen, I, I used to go to those things uh, in high school. There's the great local art house theater used to run that every year. And, you know, I, that's where I, I can, the only person I can remember that a name it would be probably like, uh, what's his name? Plimpton. Yeah, Bill Plimpton. Oh, Bill yeah. Plimpton. Bill Plimpton. Yeah. Yeah. He animates entire features basically That's by insane. himself. That like dude's crazy. One cell at a time. So, yeah. yeah, so we got sh- shorts block before. You got 30 minutes of that as you're sort of virtually entering the movie theater. Nice. And then there's a little little uh, uh, break. And then the main feature, which is Feels Good, Man. And then a little break again. And then you'll go live into uh, a Q&A with a different host every night. And it's at feelsgoodman.watch. Is your server... Is your server prepared for the flood coming this weekend? We've, backed we've up. got a bunch of box fans just pointed right at it. There's no <laughs> way it's going to overheat. Uh, because my army is coming. The Heidecker army I is coming to up. watch. Yeah. And it's you're going to see hundreds I, I, of people in there. I've got a friend. I like the sound of that. And will be jo- a special announcement. My friend and a friend of the office hours, Skinner, will be joining me too. He's going to be hanging out. I uh, love it. My, yeah. Skinner end. has so, made some art for us. Man. He's a very talented yeah. guy. Yes. So I want to give a shout out to him. He'll be there. Uh, Arthur. Very chatty. Arthur, are you or are you not considering a documentary on me in my career? <laughs> Perhaps a much more interesting subject matter. Oh well, let's talk turkey, man. Let's let's. Do I this. think let's, we need a hard look um, at my career work, retrospective. My I, that's what we need. We need to sit everybody down for interviews <laughs> with the lighting behind them and everything, a guitar maybe for some people, maybe I a microphone. Wings. And you have Vic okay. in there Microphones. going, you know. The what thing, I really the, need, the great Tim, thing is, about Tim I, is what I, my hero. No, no, I need no, you to no, go through no, some no. conflict, buddy. We need, we need to catch you. I was. You, I got, uh, to, you know, I got harassed. I got yeah. uh, taken almost, you know, I got doxxed. I need you divorced, yeah. drunk. People said, you know, I got we divorced. need to see you really fall, and then I can bring I you back up. All right, I'll work on something. I'm a door. <laughs> yeah. You're right. We need an pathos. Email. And yeah. I, yeah, everything's just going so well. I, I just, you know, hit after hit. So I have so many great I ideas. Your, I need to capture your personal ultimate on, on film. All right. Well, yeah. we'll have some kind of disaster played, coming. I'm, I oh, I could talk to you boys all day because my, you're reasonable <laughs> and you have interesting things to say. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you want to hear something real quick? We didn't get to yes, it yet. Please. Um, yes. Doug, this came from a listener, but Doug has it. And apparently it is. What is it, Doug? Can you set this up? Um, you know what? Let's bring Carson in, too. Why not? Fine. Right? Carson Mel, our next guest. Oh, stay with us, boys. Okay, I got it's it. all hang. Dude. Uh, this is a group, I love this. a band. This is great because... Do you want to know the name of the band? Can I just introduce Hello. Carson first? Oh, gotcha. Carson, are you with us? <laughs> yes, I think so. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Um, we we have now have a group here. We've got... Do you know these guys? You must know Matt Fury. <laughs> uh, I know Matt's work, and I met him at a gallery show a long time ago, but, you know, this is an attendee. Have you seen the movie? Uh, have you seen the documentary yet? Not yet. I have a newborn. I don't consume media anymore. Congratulations! Thank you. Um, what, what a time to what a time to be alive, huh? 
Yes, it's given given me something to do at home. That's for sure. Um, mummy, mummy. I'm going to get to you, Carson, but stay with us as we listen to now. Doug is going to set this up. Doug, what do you have for us? This is a, a band called Rocket Monkey, and this uh, vocalist sounds a lot like Tim. He's an audio dop, doppelganger, and he scats. Let's see if you he's agree a, with this. He's Let's see if you guys oh. agree with this. Okay, here we go. Now does, that's, wow, that is audio scat for sure. Audio doppelganger of Tim. Do you guys think that sounds like me? Absolutely. It sounds exactly like me. <laughs> it is right in my I mean, kind is of... That, it's, it's either you or the guy from Blues Traveler. <laughs> What's that? I think it's the guy from Blues Traveler. No, it's Rocket Monkey. <laughs> no. That's, that's for Popper, Doug. I Pure like Popper. coffee and I like tea. No, Popper doesn't yes. sound like Tim. No. <laughs> yeah, I feel so, I, I'm a big fan of... I want to give me a Coffee and I like tea. Chicken, the China, the Chinese chicken. It's free real estate. <laughs> By the way, I did this, um, Carson. Sure. I did this interview with the Washington Post for my record, and I think the interview comes out this weekend. And this guy that interviewed me, he interviewed me three times for like over an hour each time, like thick, in-depth reporting. It's like one of these, it's like, it's like Bob Woodward. This guy's getting into the deep stuff with me. And I feel like I revealed some embarrassing things in this interview. I don't know mm-hmm. if he's going to use it, but... Uh-oh. We talked about me doing acid at Lollapalooza Uh-oh. in my high school days. Well, you beat him to the punch. You just told everyone. Right? I did. That's the scoop, everybody. <laughs> I want to get ahead of this. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to address uh, something that's coming. Uh, this is a very controversial thing. <laughs> get ahead of this thing. I dropped acid yeah. when listening to the Smashing Pumpkins in 1994 in Philadelphia. And it was then the Smashing Pumpkins blew my mind. And then the Beastie Boys came out and uh, broke my mind, and I had a mm. severe panic attack. <laughs> and that was, um, that's probably going to be the headline of the article. The Washington Post front page, Heidecker admits to drug use <laughs> in 1994. Were you the person behind the Woodstock riots in the 99 Woodstock? <laughs> yeah. I How think- much mud did you fling at Green Day? Do you know what's? Have you guys ever seen the uh, that Woodstock '99? Um, what's the guy's uh, Wyclef Wyclef oh, Jean, yeah. John? Oh, yeah. Wyclef John's set at Woodstock '99. Oh no, it's very sad. It is one of the greatest, <laughs> greatest things ever. Uh, we'll is have that, to do a long watch on that. Oh yeah, that'd be incredible. It's like a forty-minute experience. He does like the uh, is like a tribute to the original Woodstock. Is that it? Yeah, he's got he's got the right now he's got the guitar above his head like he's doing like uh, Jimi Hendrix yeah. and oh, oh no. it's gold and then oh, all these no. people are throwing water bo- bottles <laughs> that, at him like that's this, what I remember yeah <laughs> oh my God. let me transition now to our great guest Carson Mel and uh, Matt yes. and uh, Arthur Giorgio. and Giorgio I know can I, <laughs> I just since we've been talking about how the industry screws people can I. Can I put a word in for tarantula? 
please. Oh, hell yeah. Amazing Thank show. You. This is incredible. Yeah. What a summit of great minds and artists. Uh, yeah. Plug away. Thank I you. love that. Uh, I'm a big fan. Oh, thank that, you. That show I, should have been a huge, huge hit. And that, yeah, it's literally like the most unavailable show in the world. Yeah, Carson. <laughs> oh, I watched us. it on YouTube, my friends. This yes. is interesting because oh, yeah. a couple of years ago, I think you came on Office Hours to promote this. You had made a show yeah. for TBS. And this yeah. was like a big animated, you know, you want to compare it to, to another show? I don't know what you well, compare we, it to. Well, I mean, we, we used the team that made Futurama to make it. So it wasn't like a fly-by-night, right. you know, cheap flash animation thing. Like, it was hand-drawn, shipped to Asia, all that. Like, it it, it wasn't cheap. Um, we worked really hard on it. And then Kevin Riley saw it, and I think he was probably on Raya or what have you, and thought it was boring. And uh, they aired it once in... Well, they aired eight of the 10 episodes once, like all, all in one month, and then they never showed it again. <laughs> and it's not available on like their apps or anything like that. Well, it is on the TBS app, but yeah. when I told them, I was like, I was like, I, I know I'm in your offices, but let's be real, like the TBS app isn't Netflix. And they all kind of looked at me like cult members. They're like, right. No, no, it's, it's, people are on the TBS app. I'm like, I don't, I don't think they are. But. No. That's surprising um, about Kevin Riley, though. Can, can I mention that? Yeah, please do. We went to Kevin Riley's house uh, a couple of years ago for a for a cool party. It was like an Emmy party or something. Or some, I Golden don't know what. It, it was or was a, it that it, Christmas party? Yeah. No. no, it was it was like the night before the Emmys. the Emmys or something like that. Conan was there, and and, and yeah, the reason we yeah, were there is because Vic had his show in development at mm-hmm. TBS. Right. It was and, the same time but, I remember. Which was a nightmare because it went on for almost two years, yeah. where it was like we're trying to figure this out and we're trying to, you know, we want to, we, we, I remember there was months of them being like, we're trying to figure out the right time to show it to Kevin. We're trying to find <laughs> yeah, the yeah, window, yeah. you know, like, like it's been ready. Like, how does he not have a couple minutes just to It's watch? like, that's like, his job. That's to look at these. So they were the like, show his, yeah, he yeah. came in, he was in a little bit of a bad mood. So we're just going to yeah. hold off. <laughs> they kept pushing it and pushing it. And then, yeah. So yeah. anyways, but, but we were on some kind of bad guest. mood. His job is to watch TV. I know. Like, how good yeah. is that job yeah. to watch TV for a living? And go like, I, like things are going okay. Cause at the very least we just show friends and then, yeah, you know, family guy, whatever. And then we can show some cool stuff. Right. So anyways, well, go coolest, ahead, Vic. Oh, but the, the, the best coolest, oh, sorry. Oh, just the, the best part was just to show his taste. Like in his living room, <laughs> the art that he had on the wall was literally a, a sign that just said art. <laughs> it's just big, <laughs> big giant Massive. letters. Big giant letters said art on the wall. And that was it. <laughs> That's pretty good. I could have just made more of a TV. And it was in reference yeah. to Art Garfunkel. We asked him about it. We said, what is that about? He said, oh, I'm just a big Art Garfunkel fan. If you look at the other wall, it says Garfunkel. Well, I don't know if uh, you noticed, Arthur, and I'm assuming you're the only one who's seen the show. <laughs> but uh, I've watched it twice the whole season. Yeah, That's oh, amazing. That's awesome. I love oh, connecting love you guys. You guys got to become best friends. Well, we, we, we hung out in a parking lot but, once. Yeah. <laughs> I think you just Yeah, we drank LA, we drank right? warm beers in a parking lot once. Yeah. Carson, what are you what are you on about now? What are you uh, what are you working on? I know you've got something <laughs> um, going. You've- I'm trying to sell another cartoon now to uh, relive that disappointing experience. But um uh, I just in February a new book of mine came out with Audible. That's what I wanted to tell everybody about. It's called Cherry on Top. And it's a sequel to the first book I ever wrote, which is called Saguaro. I have a copy right here. And that's on Audible as well. And it's all fake memoir and storytelling from a character 
I invented a name, Bobby Bird, who's like a rock and roll star born in 1945. The way I describe him, he's like um, the Bob in between Seeger and Dylan. So he's like a, <laughs> he's like very, he's a very like earnest cornball with moments of brilliance, but he's dealing with all of the rock and roll kind of cliches of that era. And uh, kind of like in the same, yeah, somebody in the chat just said rock and roll Jerry crossover, but definitely in that world, you know, where it's <laughs> leaning into the cliche and embracing it. Um, but I think I've found a unique character to view all of that through. So. And so are you reading it? Who's reading it? I, I read it. Yeah, I do a voice for it because I do cartoon voices. And, and did you, uh, uh, and there's music in it? Yeah, we made two songs, which Matt has. And uh, I don't know <clears> if you're. I feel like Office Hours has moved beyond playing bits of songs, but um, I don't know if you do that anymore. But play what? Uh, he sent me some clips I could play. Some... Give us a taste, because you made this with Rado, our good friend Jonathan Rado. Which Rado. one, Cherry on Top or the other one? I, Cherry on Top is a really long <laughs> Well, we're going to play 10 <laughs> seconds of whatever you pick. So right. Cowboy songs? <laughs> the whole song. We've... Let's, let's do Cowboys. Okay. Yep. Um, Wes, can you unmute my computer? Ooh, this is nice. <laughs> well, we roll and we ride. I keep our feelings deep inside. We're cowboys, so stoic and mean. Well, we shoot with our guns, but we don't have no fun. We're cowboys, and all we eat are beans. <laughs> That's great. Um, is it is it only available through Audible, or can you listen to that music on other devices, other systems? There you go. The recording. You know, speaking of rock and roll, Gary, I was watching this um, Brian Eno documentary last night. And then you go, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> to let me know that I'm alive. The music was playing. You should have faded it out. Somebody pinch me. Am I dead? Breaking into fire, not stealing our intention. I say, I say, listen, let me give you a clue. Let me give you a clue. When a guy like me says, I was watching a Brian Eno documentary last night, you ought to go, yeah? Tell me more. Did you see Mark Marin last week accidentally like uh, uh, alerted the audience of his Twitter that Brian Eno was dead? What? And then he had to retract. Yeah, it was really, he, he actually, he Where did he get that idea? Well, he accidentally oh, like miswrote mis a, mis a tweet that made it seem as though Brian Eno was dead. Fuck, man. Hey, I hope you're sitting this down, man. Craziness. This is fucked up. This is, this is so fucked up. I can't I fucking believe this. God damn it. Brian Eno, man. The fucking guy's the best. I had him on my show. He's a fucking cool guy. I it's fucking jammed with him. Like, guy did fucking Bowie. Like fuck, produced man. motherfucking Bowie. No, he's fucking dead. Fuck, man. It's like, what the fuck? Like, what's next? What's like, bon Bono's going to die now? Like, now, now I'm making it about Now me. it's like all about me because I know, like, I'm friends like now, with Eno now, now because, like, me. he did the show and we've communicated. We've, like, fucking, like, call, like sent a couple emails, whatever. And now he's fucking dead, man. It's you know, so fucking depressing. You know what would be a cool indie band name, Tim? What? 
Yoko Eno. <laughs> Yoko Eno. You know, like indie bands, yeah, they yeah, always oh, like, yes. it's all some pun now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yoko Eno. But wait, can I get audio on my computer? And behind Eno. Listen to this guy. So by the way, this so this Brian Eno documentary, it's just got to be, it's on Amazon Prime, and it's like the most boring thing I've ever seen. And I love it. <laughs> I love Eno, but it's like one of these, it's like four, it's like so long and they're going through every album and they just have all these talking heads of these guys who are like, like a guy that wrote a book about Brian Eno, like, you know, who do you, how much, how much are you going to enjoy hearing him talk? And then all these like session guys that play with him. But this guy was like rock and roll Gary times a thousand. One evening he happened to witness a performance by pub rock regulars, the Winkies. And impressed by their <laughs> fame, he offered them the chance to become his live backing group. The not the not, a very famous not the VO guy. This guy coming up. He was the bass player in the Winkies. So check him out. In uh, West London, most of the pub rock bands played there. Doctor Feelgood, Bees Make Honey, Ducks Deluxe, Us, <laughs> blah blah blah. And, and by the like, way, he's wearing this like he kind of looks like Phil Lesh from the Grateful Dead, but he's wearing this giant black leather coat that like your like leather jacket that your dad might wear. <laughs> Anyways. Looking for a band. Looking for I a band. Him. I thought he was an okay guy. I thought he was an okay he guy. He did music that I'd never heard before. <laughs> he played. He played music I've never heard before. <laughs> okay. And then he goes. I hadn't. That was the buzz. That was the buzz, wasn't it? <laughs> and I didn't know what to make of it. I'm. Th I'm thinking. Keep your mouth shut. Keep your ears open. Be a good guy and just get on with it and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, that's the best, uh, that's words to live by. Keep your mouth shut, keep your ears open and just see what happens, eh? What else does he say here? What I kept okay, trying okay. to tell myself. We were given the album. Uh, I went home and learnt the bass parts and I'm assuming <laughs> that Guy and Philip and Mike did the same sort it's of like it's that for hours these guys going up we're in the studio and he goes oh, play something play a chord you know i go all right it's a good chord yeah he goes that's fine let's record that and then he loops it and he makes all these noises with it and it's so boring but i love it <laughs> <laughs> and there's like a music expert there's always experts like a guy that teaches a class and stuff and he, everyone's wearing leather jackets and everyone's like, half of them are wearing fedoras one guy's fully bald and he wears sunglasses. And I just, uh, Arthur, you'll love it from a documentarian standpoint. It's the, it's, Can't wait. it's terrible. How many ascots? No ascots. <laughs> there's, a, there's a certain style of documentary filmmaking, which is like, let's just get an interesting topic and then have a bunch of random people <laughs> yeah. just say the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. And yeah. it's funny yeah, if you watch amazing. it, everybody's Q&A is, I mean, everybody's uh, talking head interviews. There's so much lighting going on behind him. There's all these uh, cookies, you know, like spill light with like shapes and stuff behind him. And uh, it's wonderfully uh, mediocre. <laughs> um, on, on that same, on the same rock and roll Gary tip, just uh, because Arthur mentioned Tarantula, I, Steve Jones was one of the characters from the Sex Pistols in the show. Um, I don't know if any of y'all listened to Jonesy's, Jonesy's jukebox. jukebox was oh, awesome. Oh yeah. yeah, he's what? I yeah. love his heavy metal years. He had a great look when he got really buff. Oh really? really yeah. Does he oh, still yeah. do that show, Jonesy's Jukebox? He does. I think it's on. I don't Sirius, know what maybe. station it's on, but it no, it's be, an LA one. It used like, to be a terrestrial radio like show. It was. Oh. It was. He's still going every day. I, Are you serious? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Huh. All right. That well, beautiful voice of his. That, that I was just like, he's got to be in the cartoon. He's got the best voice ever. 
Which character is he? He's the landlord, landlord Dominic. Oh, because wow. I thought that voice, that deep British voice, telling you your rent was late, would be like the most your rent's late. Hear that exactly. Yeah. Your rent's late. <laughs> the thing about Eno, you'd never heard someone play music that was so quiet at the time. Music at that time was quite loud. You had groups that were playing with amplifiers and distortion, and you had a lot of drums and all that. Eno come around. And he's got nothing. He's got a little bit of chimes on it. A little guy playing a, playing a piano. And it was revolutionary. You could, you'd never heard anything like it. You know you should have on the show is that British dude with the Les Paul who fell out of his chair. <laughs> <laughs> you got that one. Oh, That's yeah. The fucking hell! <laughs> I would love to talk to him. I want to know what he was about to play. Do we ever get to the it was, it was, it was Queen, wasn't it Queen? Queen. Or? I love you as a picture of Brian <gasps> May in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! What, what happened? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> oh, fucking chair broke. <laughs> you cunt. <laughs> I told you to. <laughs> hey, you're on. Hey, you're on Reddit. You're on the front page of Reddit now. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do that for? Because I fell. Oh I hit my head on the piano. <laughs> he might be in the Eno doc if he watched long enough. He, he shows up at the end. Oh, dear. I've got to purge all you artists. I've got to throw you, you out so of the much. Zoom. I've Thank you get, so much. Thank you right, so much. It. Carson? Thanks for letting me. Thanks for letting me. <laughs> Howdy, and it's good to see you. What's the word on your movie I was in? Is it coming out? What's the deal? I know you don't have to talk. That's in that weird area where I can't talk about it. Got it. Things are happening. Okay. And wheels are in motion. Finished product. I'll send you a secret link. Okay. I love you. I love you all. Give me a thank you, boys. Good day to you, and I'll see you. Uh, the right. I'll see the feels good man dudes on Saturday night in their exclusive Q and A. Oh yeah, we should say that patrons, if you buy a ticket, you can uh, win Matt's new book. That's an exciting patron only offer there you go. for our patrons. Thank you, guys. Patreon.com/slash/office-hours-live. All right, let's let's wrap things up here. Perhaps a plebeian, a normie, a member of the Office Hours fan community. Preferably somebody that I can uh, have a chit chat with. Hannah Banana, you're on. Hannah, what up? What up um, to you? Oh, I'm going to so good. hi to you. I want to give a moment to your What can I? What can I help you with today? Uh, I have a choice of questions, so you guys can choose. Um, I want to oh, know yeah. what your favorite pair of shoes was, or what country would you move to right now if you could. I might be thinking about moving to a different country. The weather in Greece was looking good earlier in the show. I'll take one of those Greek <laughs> islands, please. Doug? Uh, I'm looking at my shaving video. Um, favorite shoes? I don't know. I mean, sheesh. Yeah, you don't, have to, you don't have to answer that question. I, yeah. I, 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 Australia, I'll go there. Yes. Oh, go nice. there. Second posi- second position for me, yeah. Australia. Let's do it. Let's Australia? move office hours to Australia. I'll tell you something. I did an interview in Australia yesterday with Double J. And the love 
that they have for me down there is like something we've never seen before. Speaking of that, <laughs> tomorrow's I haven't made a big deal about it on this show. I've been very good. I've been good very day, humble Mike. today, don't you think, Doug? I'll slip an extra shrimp on the barbie for you. <laughs> tomorrow is the big release day of Fear of Death, my magnum opus, the greatest <laughs> musical product I've ever created. Uh, not a stinker on the record. 11 song, quality, top songs. Uh, an important artistic statement. Beautiful sounding record. And Doug's been records. a fan of everything he's heard so far. And where can people, people um, can find download that, it illegally? Well, go to uh, <laughs> go to BitTorrent.com. Type in <laughs> Tim Heidecker. You'll iTunes, find everything I've ever done. It'll be on all the streaming sites. And if you go to TimHeideckerMusic.com, you'll be able to down, uh, or pre-order the vinyl. You can also go to Bandcamp and search my name, and you will find you can download the digital version of the album. Tim, what's that really cool website where you're driving along with Tim? Oh yeah, what's that called? Uh, cruising with Tim? <clears throat> yeah, we did that a couple days ago. It's uh, you can preview the album, you could stream the album on this on this website, and there's dash cam footage uh, that I, some of which I shot. I shot one sequence, but. It's a neat thing. You can kind of just zone out. I like, I really encourage people, two things about the record, then I'll move on. One is, please dedicate the 40 whatever minutes there is to sit there and just listen to the record. It's, an, it's, it's made as a, as a start, you know, start to finish listen. It's so not just a bunch of can songs. people like stare at the wall or? They can do whatever they want. I would close my eyes. Can I they... would go for a drive. Okay, a drive. So that's A. You know, what about a hot me, air balloon? Would let me know your favorite songs from the record. Let me know what, what you think. Secondly, we uh, the, on this uh, uh, podcast, Office Hours, on this, if you subscribe to the podcast and don't just listen to it on the YouTube, uh, we will be putting out a special podcast. It's me, Natalie, and Drew uh, talking about the record. We do some kind of, we listen to the record and, and give you all kinds of insights into it we put a bunch of demos up and it's that's coming next weekend not this weekend so again you'll have a week to kind of listen to the record and then you can listen to this long boring chat with me natalie and drew as we pat ourselves on the back saturdays are for the boys it is 11 30 that means it is time to wrap things up with all my best wishes to everyone listening oh one more thing for after hours we can talk about yes is that we're going to be doing a fun game with joe Grabinski from Amazon Movie Reviews, and we'll give away some of our shirts. We'll More giveaways. We are going out of business. Oh, I found a duffel bag with $500,000 <laughs> in it. I'll be giving that away in the after hours, too. There you go. Let's so look. thank you, everyone. Check out my record, too, when it comes out. Oh, God. Like Sorry, Vic. It's all right. It's all right. You, you, you not, always have to just hiccup. speak up. And there's a little all. hiccup, but my, my album is out on Bandcamp right now. Uh, just check out Flannel Graph Records, but... The streaming version will be coming out soon. Okie dokie, that's and our show. Mm. My workout <laughs> tape is on Bandcamp it. as of yesterday. I Whoa, just put that up. That's right. on Bandcamp for you Bandcamp freaks. That's go. the show. Thank you to Carson <laughs> Mal. Thank you to Matt Fury, Arthur Jones, and Giorgio for their wonderful documentary that's now available and will be screening it this weekend. Feelsgoodman.com. Office, officialofficehours.com or patreon.com slash officehourslive for anything Office Hours related. All right, see you in the office hour, see you in the after hours chat in, uh, I'd say, two minutes, really. Five minutes at the most. I'm ready to get it on. All right, everybody? Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love.